Dear Lycian, I remember school bus trips to see Wildcat in Glasgow. I remember seeing wee Scottish cheeky chappy actor Archie Lenny from 633 Squadron and The Great Escape in Panto playing Ugly Sister 2 opposite Ricky Fulton. He strode around in his bustled dress like he was flying a mosquito. I remember a Dario Fo play at the Pleasants and David Steele arriving late to watch with his family. I overheard his son breathlessly catching him up with the action. Steele's hair was shiny, just like in the telly. I remember Michael Horden eating the egg in The Rivals and Nigel Havers and Martin Jarvis eating cucumber sandwiches in The Importance of Being Earnest. I remember Anthony Quayle, Ice Cold and Alex, playing Caliban in The Tempest. Not any of the words, just the angle he held his torso. Proper acting. I remember as a teenager I was allowed to choose one play from the Fringe programme, and my gran would take me for free. We went to Fugard's The Island, a two-header about Mandela. I'd never heard a black African voice in real life. I remember Tilda in Man to Man with a rabbit paw down her wise. She'd stop and look right at you. I'd never seen an actor do that before. She'd walk back and forth in her imaginary cell, saying up and down, up and down. One time she said up, and a guy in the audience added, and down. She smiled. I remember how confusing it was knowing where to sit on the cube seats in the grass market at the old Traverse. I remember Troon Swoon Kalkun. That made me laugh more than anything. I remember the smell of the pine log seats and scattered bark for the cone gatherers at Tramway. I remember everyone going to see Brooks Mahabharata in Glasgow, except me. I remember the hanky play that had no words, just lots of actors doing things. It was great. I remember the camp bakers in Yeti Morgan and Comunicados Serrano. Did they really have a stall of tunics? I remember Alan Cumming pegging out the white bedsheets in Conquest of the South Pole. I remember performing five of John Cage's stories and how I had to practice to find the pace of the words. I remember my violent partner planning to do a performance with the Women's Refuge Shelter without either of us having any sense of the incongruity. I remember a five-hour reading by Kenny Goldsmith of an 18th century weather diary, Applegate, in Morden Tower. It coincided with a derby at St James Park, a stone's throw away. The intermittent deafening roars puzzled Kenny, but he wrote them well. I remember having to hear John Hegley at Morton Tower. My dog Barney started sniffing in his bag while he was reading. John accused him of trying to eat his antidepressants. I remember Tom McGrath speaking to a part-empty lyceum after his translation of Merlin. Those soft lips of Tom's, like he had no teeth. When he talked, it was like a door had opened onto what a public conversation could be. He ended by saying something like, and from here, all we can do is enter the theatre of the world. I remember a poetry festival in Olomouts. It ended with a satirical comedy in the town's old theatre. I came in late and stood at the back, feeling the laughter come in waves. I laughed as well, although I couldn't understand a word. I remember telling Daniel Day-Lewis that he should play W.B. Yeats to Tilda's Maud Gone in a film never to be made. I remember not wanting to go because it was uncool, but how good Kiss Me Kate was with Paul Jones. I remember Merce Cunningham dancing at the playhouse when he was already old and the feeling of love that filled the theatre. I remember nodding off in that play David Gregg did after the Scottish play because I was so tired. 
I remember my mum coming home from seeing some fringe show with my gran when I was a kid. When she came in to say night-night, I asked what they'd seen. She said it had been some naked Japanese people hanging upside down in a trapeze. I remember moving seats in the old DeMarco Theatre on Blackfriar Street because there were big drops of rain coming in. I remember the Footlights two-minute episode of Star Trek performed as if on amphetamine by, I think, Stephen Fry, Hugh Laurie, Tony Slattery and Emma Thompson before anyone had heard of them. It hurt laughing so much. I remember the snow in Slava's show. I remember sitting on the floor at the sage listening to Chopin and our fingers dancing a mazurka like mice. I remember a play by Cantor's company, performed the year he died. They did the whole thing as if he was on stage with them, looking where he was supposed to be. They all looked so Polishly sad. I remember seeing an old-fashioned cowboy melodrama in a wee hall in a wee village on the end of a peninsula in Argyll. The raffle went on longer than the play. I remember them building the house in Complicité's Three Lives of Lucy Chabrol. I remember opening the Fringe programme to see that Andy had ripped off my idea to dance the Archie Gemogol and not told me. Naughty Andy. I remember telling Heiner Goebbels how good Hashirigaki was, a Beach Boys Gertrude Stein Koto opera. Who'd have thought it? I remember that Gertrude Stein's Four Saints in Three Acts was pretty good. I remember everyone loved Pina Bausch with that field of poppies. I hated it. I remember being taken to a play that imagined what happened after the cherry orchard at the riverside. They'd place an enormous fallen tree in a glass house. That's never left me. I remember going to see Madness for the last time in the playhouse. They came on for the encore wearing kilts and carrying an enormous tree-sized caber. You could see it must be heavy by the way they lugged it on their shoulders. Then they threw it into the audience. Shrieks. It was polystyrene and the brown paint hadn't dried yet. Then I remember they sang It Must Be Love for the first time. I remember, when I was 18, going to the south of France for my first holiday alone. I had to get the overnight bus from St Andrew's Square. I killed time beforehand at Andrew's house in St Stephen Street. Growing up in the country, we had no locks on the door. I'd never owned a key. I got bored around eight-ish and went out for a walk, but as soon as it shut, I realised the door had locked and I had no key. Andrew was at the Lyceum with his girlfriend. I got a taxi there, realising halfway that I had no money. No mobile phones or bank cards in those days. When I arrived, they were showing Marlowe's Dr Faustus. I explained to the ticket guy I needed to find my friends to get their keys. They took me up to peek in each of the circles in turn. No luck. Then we came down to the stalls. I had to wait outside with a gang of semi-naked red-painted devils. They entered the audience from the back, seething and creeping their way up to the stage. They were such a gang, those devils. I had to follow them into the theatre, a wee pale boy in a jacket, as threatening as a hay bale. I remember when we left, Andrew kindly said that he wasn't enjoying the play anyway. I just made the bus. Alec Finlay. Music